Welcome to episode four of the Throwdown Thursday podcast. My name is Patrick Rejo. I am Patsy, the angry nerd. I am a member of the New England Horror Writers. I am the winner of the 2016 Super Mega Fest Star Wars Trivia Contest, ladies. Boo. Wait, excuse me, what do you mean ladies? <laughs> oh, because all the ladies love Star Wars trivia winners. Oh, yeah. No. No. Yeah. I'm also carrying about 60 extra pounds, which makes me way more sexy. If you are into, like, the Pillsbury Dough Man, the Michelin Tire Man, or the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man, I am your man. Do we have a knife to poke you? I am joined, as always, by Agent Nicole. She is ironborn. She is a pain in the ass. But she is hashtag team Patsy the Angry Nerd. Go fuck yourself. You, I, oh, I should have just hosted. Oh, well, well, you, I, you asked who wanted to host today, and I said, I will do it. Well, I offered to do it, and you're like, oh, go do it, because I'm so full of shit, and I'm going to talk about myself, and blah, 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 blah. I'm such an angry nerd, blah, 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 blah. Well, and, if you think you can do better, why don't you introduce our guest here? Oh, I fucking will. So we have a wonderful guest. I can't believe she's coming back. But I'm so excited that she's back. I didn't have a choice. I know. But she is a supporter of House Tarth. Boogies down with Captain Plasma. Has beaten Cersei Lannister in a (laughs) wine-off. The modern-day Lily Monster rocks a pink hair and is the real housewife of Transylvania. Married an angry, awful, pain-in-the-ass nerd. It is Ashes My Nightmare. Hello, darling. Hello, welcome back. Thank, Thank you for you. coming back. Uh, like I said, I didn't have a choice. Patrick's my ride. Yeah, we kept you here for two <laughs> I would have offered... Also, I, I drove her car. This is true. I would have offered I, to I, take I, you. Well, I appreciate that, but sometimes, sometimes a woman just likes to be chauffeured, you know, whether it's in your car or my car or anyone's car. As long as there's a car, I don't walk. Have you seen my shoes? Yeah, that's true. One time she was wearing heels so long that she struck oil. But just imagine how many Pokemon you could catch if you walk. <laughs> That's true. Gotta catch them all. I don't. I don't want any of the Pokemans. <laughs> the Pokemans. The Pokemans. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's also what you would call a uh, Jamaican proctologist, a Pokemon. But I'm um, Ching. Oh, I was I was pausing oh, for all the uh, applause, mm. but you guys. They're all no. They were chanting Team Agent Nicole, Team Agent Nicole. Fuck Patsy. I don't, uh, I actually, don't really, I do. Oh yeah, wait, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we go blue right away. Well, our episode today, we are going to focus on uh, another character that Ashes has picked out. Yes, and if you are unfamiliar with this character, I suggest you familiarize yourself right away. Get uh, some dancing shoes. The uh, the character that we are going to talk about today is Dr. Frank N. Furter from the Rocky Horror Picture Show, mm-hmm. best known as portrayed by uh, Mr. Tim Curry. Oh, Tim Curry. Who is a phenomenal actor uh, in everything that he's in, even when he's playing like this crazy Croatian guy in... I think he's Croatian in uh, Congo. It doesn't matter. He's awesome. Or, or when he's voicing Nigel Thornberry. Oh, my God. Yes. Or when he's Smashing. luring children into a sewer by promising them balloons. Um, or solving a crime. He could be solving a crime. Oh, uh, get a clue. Yeah. yeah. 
I'm unfamiliar with Get a Clue. I haven't a clue. You have no clue. You're I just don't. I just, I literally just said that. Yeah, I know. But mm, I'm better, so. Yeah, all right, whatever. So we're going to start off a segment again called Getting Into Character. We ha- You had asked Ashes five questions last week. Mm-hmm. And this time, you will get some questions from me. Are you ready? Oh, bring it on. They're better than his. They are oh. not better than mine. <laughs> well, you didn't look at mine. So. I, will, I will be the judge of that. She Thank had you very much. smoke coming out of her ears trying to decide between Brienne of Tarth and Cersei Lannister last time. Uh, my head is still spinning from that question. And I, uh, also your heroic intake of wine. Well, that, uh, that's, that's just an, un, it's an understood fact at this point. <laughs> my name is Ashes and I drink wine. That's what you do. You drink and you know things. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> All right. First question. Who would you have as your running mate if you ever decide to be president? Well, when I do decide to run for president, and uh, I, I believe I will when I am old enough, mm-hmm. so obviously not yet. Uh, uh, who would I choose to be my running mate? Yeah. Uh, ooh, that's a really good question. Does it have to be like a real person or can it be like a character or? It's anybody you want. Fictional, non-fictional. Hmm. Um, ooh, who would I want as my running mate? Um, I like the way she asked the question. She said, when you decide to be president. Yes. Yes. Um, Just so you listeners know, someday I'm going to be queen of the world. So uh, get on my good list now. Um, Hashtag girl power, baby. Oh, yeah. Do not choose Cersei Lannister. I'm telling you. (laughs) No, I think I would probably choose. Uh, okay, I'm probably going to get a lot of flack for this, but I'm going to choose Lena Dunham as my running mate. That's great. I That's like a hell that. of a choice. That is. You guys rock. Uh, if you do not know who Lena Dunham is, uh, she is the creator and writer and star of the HBO program Girls. She also has a memoir uh, type book out called Not That Kind of Girl. And she is amazing. She is a feminist like myself. She is well-spoken. She is with her, i.e. to team Hillary Clinton at this point. And I would absolutely love to have Lena Dunham as my running mate when I run for president. I w- you would get my my vote absolutely thank you so much i appreciate Anytime that i would be first lady it would be awesome <laughs> patrick ca- is working on his shoe collection right now <laughs> you should see me rock a pantsuit you should put put me in your cabinet i'll help you oh you, oh sweetie you will be in my cabinet i got, I got ah! locked in a cabinet once trapped in cabinets trapped in cabinets. captain cabinet trapped in cabinet <laughs> will he get out will he get out of course he will Oh, okay. Mighty Boosh. Anybody doesn't Look see it up. the Mighty yeah, Boosh, fucking watch on. the Mighty Boosh. It's amazing. All right, your second question. What would be your ideal Game of Thrones death? Fuck off, Patrick. Do not look at my questions. I'm not going to read them. I'm just ideal curious. Game you saw of mine. Thrones death. Um, ooh, ooh. There have been so many good deaths on Game of Thrones. Um, I, I, I won't mention any No, wait a minute. Wait, I, I, have a, I have a question. Like, like are you saying method of death or which character would you like to see killed and how like, no if she had to die what would be the game of thrones death oh oh see I, I okay okay so if all. so if i were a character in game of thrones yeah. and if i had to die mm-hmm. uh how would you go w- which death would i choose like how would you die game of thrones style um, I, I'd, I'd, I like to think that I'm a little on the scrappy side and I like to think I would, I would die, uh, fighting the, ma- the mountain, uh, trial by combat mm-hmm. kind of, I mean, I hope he doesn't squish my head like he did Oberyn, but, um, 
you know spoiler um, alert <laughs> sorry 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 in advance um but yeah i would have to say i if, if I, I i would want a valiant death you know tri- mm-hmm. trial by combat i like that all right mm. your third what die on your feet rather than live on your knees exactly your third question what is your theme song if you had to come into a room my theme song. Oh, um, actually, it's funny because uh, I believe that every time I walk into a room, Warrant's Cherry Pie should play. Yep. Yes. So That's what I would have I would say, yeah. Good yeah. question. All right. Um, fourth question. What is the best prank that you, that you have done or someone has done to you? Okay, so the best prank that I have ever done. Marrying um, me. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, a long con. <laughs> just, just, just wait. Um, just wants my money. So my sister, who is younger than I am, who I... I <laughs> let, me just, let me just... I know what this is. Um, uh, let, me just, let me just start this by saying I love my sister very much. I, I really do. Uh, my sister and I are Air Force brats, uh, meaning that our dad was in the Air Force, so we were both born into the military. Uh, I was born in the States, and my sister was not. She was born on an island called Guam, which is U.S. territory, but is not the United States. It's also known as the Guamish paradise. Yeah. I've been living most of my life, you know. Um, so anyways, uh, when we moved to the States and when my sister was old enough, I used to go over friends' houses. And this was back before cell phones. This was back before caller ID. I used to use my friend's phone to call my house. And when my sister would answer, I would pretend to be immigration, asking for her green card and telling her that because she wasn't born in the United States, if she could not produce a green card that she would be deported and I would make her cry and I did this numerous times until uh, my parents actually found out and I was scolded for it Um, but yeah so I used to call my sister and tell her that she was being deported that's awesome yes because she was an illegal alien (laughs) because she wasn't born in the United States yes that was great that's a great prank all right, your last question is, what is the most random thing you've ever watched all the way through on Netflix? Most random thing I have ever watched all the way through on Netflix. Um, oh. Or just the most random Like something thing. that you would pick, like, that you wouldn't normally pick, like not like a Bob's Burgers or a, or a uh, Orange is a like Black. Ointment and pee. No, Stephanie oh. smells like ointment and pee. Oh, speaking of Stephanie, happy birthday, birthday twin. <gasps> happy birthday, Well, my birthday Stephanie. was just yesterday, so... Stephanie is the alien queen. Stephanie is amazing. Um, happy birthday, by the way. Um, oh, I hope you I, like your presents that we sent you. Yes. Um, I don't know. See, I don't have a lot of time to watch uh, TV shows, but one thing that comes to mind, um, I cannot remember the name of it, and I'm going to need Mr. Angry Nerd to help me out. Um, the... Show that we watched. Okay, so it had like the chick who only spoke Russian and like the oh, eagle uh, guy. Um, um, uh, you know what I'm talking about. Um, it was like you know, and, and they had to like five or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Force five. I want to say it's Force five. It's like a it's a TV series. There's only a couple of seasons, I believe. We got through most. I of, remember, kill Hitler. Yes, yes. That it, it's it's uh, random. Um, which I'm usually into uh, things that aren't really on on. They give you a drink recipe, um, like people would die and their last words would be like some sort of drink yes, recipe. And it was yes. like the same 11 cast members. You'd have like the five main people. Yes. And then like the the, the 
the rest of the people would just get recycled throughout the episode. Like you'd see one guy die six or seven times. And then, you know, the, the, the actor that played Hitler, he would always dive out a window at the end of every episode, and it was amazing. And it was always the same window, regardless of where his character was at the time. It was always the same window and the same dive. Like even if just, there was a... They just recycled the same yeah, scene the same, over and over. the same stock footage. Even if there was no window in the room. I believe there was something that got brought up on, on Trick or Treat Radio a while ago, and uh, everybody, you know, everybody was raving about how good it was. Um, it's kind of in the same vein as... Uh, as Kung Fury, it's saying, like yeah, that Kung same over-the-top yes, action. Yes. Uh, Completely nonsensical, but uh, fantastic. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say Force 5. Awesome. Was, thank you for answering my question. Well, thank you for asking them. Anytime. Oh, my God. If it gets any sweeter in here, I'm going to get diabetes. Uh, Speaking of sweets, yeah, ooh. I brought something Yay! this week, much like last week. So today we have something that I call Casa Bonita Bars. It is inspired by the episode of South Park where Cartman goes to Casa Bonita and he sings the song Casa Bonita, Casa Bonita, food and fun in a festive atmosphere. And he uh, kind of, uh, that's actually the one where he... Uh, hides butters in the refrigerator spoiler alert but anyways um goes and he knows he's gonna be caught and he's like yay cliff divers yay sopapillas <laughs> and i was like oh sopapillas those sound really good what are they and i looked them up and i was like well let me see what i could do with that so they are uh, fucking amazing they are really really good they are cinnamon sugar and delicious so if you are interested in that recipe uh like last week i'm gonna say this week you can follow me on Facebook, facebook.com uh, slash The Real Housewife of Transylvania on Twitter uh, at Miss Von Nightmare, M I S S V O N N I T E M A R E. All one uh, word, no spaces. Yes. Uh, and that's the same handle for my Instagram as well. And they all have links to my blog, Muffins and Mayhem, where you can find the recipe for these little and bars you don't of just, deliciousness. You don't just put the recipes up there. What else do you put on there? Well, uh, it's, it's, it's a little bit of everything. It's uh, kind of like a, a an alternative girl lifestyle. So it's uh, recipes and craft ideas and different shenanigans that I partake in, like concerts and conventions and... Well, when you when you what I mean is when you put the the recipe up there, do you just put the recipe like the step by step instructions? Well, yeah, there are absolutely detailed step by step instructions, pictures. Um, oh, so you add the pictures as well. So it's kind of like those internet videos that you see all the time, but instead of flying by in thirty seconds, you actually have the time to see how each thing should look step by step. Yes, so it's it's actual written. Uh, step-by-step instructions that you can refer to. So instead of having to pause a video and then refer back to it, you can actually go step-by-step on an internet page and follow the uh, directions that way. So um, again, if you do try this recipe, please let me know. These recipes are my own recipes. I do uh, abide by a semi-homemade kind of prophecy. Um, I am a busy gal. And uh, so just just let me know um, if you decide to make any alterations, uh, if things didn't work out well for you, if you liked it, if you didn't like it, you know, let me know. We'll make sure we put all those links up to your social social media on our uh, group community page on Facebook. That's right. Cross promotion is what it's all about. Yeah. Yep. 
All right, so I think we should go on a break. Yeah, with everything to say, with that being said, let's uh, take our first break. We'll collect our thoughts, and when we come back, we will uh, talk about Dr. Frankenfurter, and we will reveal a very embarrassing story about Nicole. Oh, no! No, we're not. Oh, yes. Fuck you. No, we're not. My mom listens to this. We I would just like to say screaming Barfy. Mom, I'm <laughs> sorry. Don't listen. Don't listen, Mom. Iron Lady, listen. Trick or Treat Radio is a phantasmagorical spin kick straight through the heart of pop culture, navigated by the Deadites. We are the world's greatest electroshock band, we destroy monsters, we drink booze, and we win championship belts. If you're not listening to Trick or Treat Radio, here's a taste of what you've been missing. There's three guarantees in life. What are they? Death, taxes, and Trick or Treat Radio every Friday morning. This is one of the most convoluted movies I've ever seen in my life. I'm fucking trying, man. Hi, hi, hi. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, yeah. It's like you took a shit on a pile of shit. But you shit on him right. for liking what he likes. Yeah, well, it's my job. This podcast is now banned in Germany. <laughs> it's me, Giovanni Lombardo Radici. Shut up. I call bullshit. I demand someone to bring me the face of Lindsay Lohan. Okay. If I had genitals, I would definitely bang her. Oh, wait. Is she a great big fan person? You just hit the jackpot. This is a weird movie, huh? It had action. It had suspense. It had great characters. It had great acting. I'm going to strangle you with my jockey short. I don't like mobster movies. All right, well, here's my take. You're a sick fuck. Thank you. Now shut the fuck up and let me talk. Have you ever seen 2001? The okay. box, right? The box and the monkeys. Available on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and trickortreatradio.com. Arrivederci. Douchebag. And we're back. Uh, so what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about the character Dr. Frankenfurter, who is uh, a sweet transsexual, a tre- sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. That's where I'm from. Yes. I, I, I know him. They are good friends. We were neighbors. Yes. yes. Uh, adjoining castles. They were 40 miles apart. Uh, we went shoe shopping together. It yes. was fantastic. You guys do have like some of the greatest uh, uh, taste in shoes. Yes. So what I would like to, to start off with is if you are unfamiliar with the Rocky Horror Picture Show, uh, what I recommend... What the fuck? No. That's, yeah. that's the first thing. <laughs> what I recommend is every Halloween, uh, actually throughout October, I'm sure you can find a shadow cast... Which is where, you know, you go to see the movie at a theater, but there are uh, a troop of actors who actually interact with the crowd, and they're basically uh, reenacting the movie uh, up, on, up on stage. You know, they're kind of like lip syncing, and they go throughout the audience and interact with everybody. Uh, it's, it's a really fun experience. I'm not going to uh, get too far into it, because there's a lot of things that, um, that should be surprises. You shouldn't know what's going on. Uh, I got a chance to do this last year. I uh, I went to the Strand Theater in uh, what is it Webster? It was in Clinton. 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 Yeah. Okay, so we went to Clinton. Uh, we went to see that uh, Ashes, myself, Agent Nicole, and our good friend uh, Crazy Rachel, <laughs> who uh, she if you've never met her, she's essentially Stuart from uh, Mad TV. Do. Look what I can do. Yeah. Um, and 
I mean, the, okay, uh, uh, she's a lot better looking than Stuart from Mad TV. She has better I'm, boobs. I'm, yes, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just throwing that out there. So uh, we, the four of us, went down there, and Nicole and Rachel dressed up. Uh, I dressed up as well with the only thing I ever dress up in, my shark costume, because I have no other costume, and I am terrible at making costumes. I'm not good at cosplay. Plus, he looks for any excuse to wear that goddamn shark costume. Yes. Uh, as people may or may not know, I do enjoy shark things. What? Yeah. My uh, sister-in-law actually gave me for, for Christmas. Uh, she donated uh, uh, some money. And adopted a great white shark for me, uh, so I have an adopted great white shark child out in the uh, out in the wild. Yes, that was a gift from my sister, who I played the prank on. Yes, so, <laughs> yes. She has recovered sufficiently in order to give great Christmas gif- gifts. Yes. How is that shark, by the way? Uh, he's doing fine. His name is uh, Scruffles, and he he likes uh, swimming and eating. Those are his hobbies. Wow. Yeah. So. We got to go to the shadow cast, and I hate while, you so much. while I we're waiting in line, story. while we're waiting in line, uh, a gentleman walks through asking people if it is their first time, and if it is your first time, he takes out a tube of red lipstick and draws on your forehead a V. Now I didn't know what it was. I didn't know if it was a V if, because it was the, the the letter V or the number V, as in Roman numeral five. Uh, so. We go in there, you know, we're having fun, and they're handing out these little bags of things, and, you know, you don't have to get a, a, a little bag, but, you know, it's it enhances the viewing, sh- the, the viewing uh, experience. So, as we are uh, uh, getting our seats, and we're getting ready to enjoy the show, the shadow cast uh, starts interacting with the crowd, and there is a, a young lady dressed as Dr. Frankenfurter, and she asks how many people it is uh, that are in the audience who are seeing the show for the first time. And I raised my hand, as did Nicole and Rachel. And she went through the audience, because everyone else got to sit down. If you if you were seeing it for the first time, you had the V on your forehead, you had to stand up. And she would go through the audience, and she picked and chose random people. And she chose both Rachel and Nicole, who were sitting right next to me, but, had taken, but had taken aisle seats. Never of course, again, it I'm would be. Ne- sh- you wouldn't. It doesn't matter because you only get chosen if it is your first time at the show. So no, never again would you be picked. So no, you I can- meant never again will I ever participate in shit. I'm never going to raise my hand for anything. Yes, you will. You volunteered for this. So it's a it's a rite of passage. It is a rite of passage, which is why I'm not going to explain most of it. But uh, I will say that up on stage in front of everyone. Uh, I'm sorry, Mom. (laughs) Nicole and Rachel had to reenact something that they called the Screaming Barfy. Yes, well, first they had to make up a name for a sexual position. And then they had. Sex act. Yes. And then they had to perform. uh, They had to act it out how they imagined the Screaming Barfy. Can I just say, I did not. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) I did not pick the damn name. Crazy Rachel just is like, I'm going to pick this random name. And she left me to pick, do the freaking act because she was too like, I don't know what to do. And then to be fair, I don't think anyone would know how to enact a screaming barfy. And if you don't know what a screaming barfy is in. That's okay. It's a climbing term. It is a climbing term because she's a climber. She climbs rocks. 
yes. and people. And, and she, people. Yeah. And she's single, FYI. All right, well, you want to continue? You're the one who's... So, unfortunately, because they weren't uh, convincing and the, it, Nicole could not stop laughing, they were unable to... Uh, I was like Uncle, I was their, like Uncle uh, Albert from Mary Poppins. Yeah, they could not consummate uh, their their uh, screaming Barfy, and they did not win. That's fine. So that was. Uh, they tried though. They gave it. They gave it a <laughs> good effort. This is true. They did, and and I was I was also in the crowd, and there um, were arms and legs flying everywhere. Nicole was upside down. Like it was weird. No, okay. Well, if you really want to go t- into detail, no, we don't want to go into detail because right. it's it's uh, it's an experience that people have to have for themselves. Right. So yes. we don't. We don't. So um, speaking of shadowcast being what is known as a rocky horror whore, I have I have many uh, several shadowcasts under my belt at this point. Mm-hmm. I've I've even uh, participated in a not so much a shadowcast, but it was definitely a musical review. I had the opportunity to uh, play magenta, and it was fantastic. Um, it, do it. Go see it. It's an experience. Uh, just do yourself a favor. It, it's absolutely wonderful. The participation is excellent. Obviously, the movie is great. Uh, it, it's it's an experience, and it's fantastic. So do yourself a favor around this Halloween. Go see a shadow cast. Dress Rocky up, Horror, have and fun. Yeah, dress up, have fun, it's have a couple of drinks. Blast. It's Grab your friends. It's amazing. So go do it. Because hopefully you will end up with an awesome story and a whole bunch of pictures that we will post on the Throwdown Thursday Facebook what? group. Hashtag Screaming Barfies. And we will post some of these pictures up on the, uh, on, the, on the Facebook group so you all can see this and see exactly. I quit. Uh, Done. And uh, I especially invite uh, Agent Nicole's mom, the Iron Lady, to uh, come check these out uh, because I think she's going to enjoy them. Nicole is giving me, like, the worst angry face. So we are going to go ahead and get into uh, the character. And, Ashes, this again was your pick. Yes, so, it was. Now, last week we did Mary Poppins, who was practically perfect in every way. And she is just a lovely, lovely character. And she's very prim and proper. And this week you decided to choose the... Complete opposite. Sweet transvestite <laughs> from transsexual Transylvania who in just seven days can, can make, make you, you a man. And I must say that uh, since you uh, since you chose this, I have been shivering with, with anticipation. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, it's a it's a fantastic character, and I know it's a complete 180 from Mary Poppins last week. Um, there are... Three characters who have highly influenced uh, myself and and my life, and obviously one we spoke about last week, uh, Mary Poppins, and the second one is Doctor Frankenfurter. Uh, the first time I had the opportunity to watch the Rocky Horror Picture Show, the first exposure that I had to it, I was twelve years old, and it was Halloween, and everyone in my house had gone to bed. And VH1, it was uh, like at like midnight or one o'clock, uh, was showing a 
unedited version so the 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 raw real version that everyone should have the opportunity to see of the rocky horror picture show and i've always been i i had been uh aware that it existed uh, but i had never seen it so i was like oh well this is great everyone's gone to bed i'm gonna watch it and i fell in love uh, uh, Dr. Frankenfurter is is uh, just such a captivating character. He's amazing. He's everything. Uh, I, I was watching this character, and I, and I, I still watch the movie the same way with this captivation for this, this character. Um, part of me wants to be him. He's so fabulous with the makeup and the hair and the glitter and the shoes and the pearls. And at the same time, part of me wants to do him. He's so freaking hot, like with the hair and the makeup and the pearls. So 12 year old me was very sexually confused watching this, uh, which ultimately, um, you know, uh, helped, you know, influence, uh, Kind of helped shape, you know, who, who I am. To, yeah, who who I am today. Now, I I I, uh, I was not exposed to this when I was younger. Um, wow, that sucks. The the <laughs> <laughs> however, um, like I'm sure a lot of folks out in the audience are uh, are aware of what this character looks like. Who uh, you know who he is. I mean, you see this character and you know that it's rocky horror even if you haven't seen the movie it's just such a such an iconic character the look like he's so unique and the thing that does it is the the portrayal by tim curry which is the only one i've seen although you know the the shadow cast she did a nice job but she's you know again she's not Tim Curry, but yeah. no, who but is? she did an amazing job yeah. emulating uh, Tim Curry as Doctor Frankenfurter, but, and I think that I don't mean to cut you mm-hmm. off, but that is key with a shadow cast. It is not trying to emulate the character; it is almost like an homage to the character. Yeah. And she did such a fantastic job. So, if she you did. are searching out a shadow cast, kind of do yourself a favor and do the research a little bit, and and choose a shadow cast that has excellent reviews because you will definitely not to be uh, disappointed if you do. Yeah, and see, the thing with, with this character being brought to life by Tim Curry is because he's so good at what he does, like, you know, he's got he's got to sing, and the songs are amazing. Like, I've had the uh, sweet transvestite song stuck in my head for a week. Um, I mean, the music... I have a story with that song. The music itself is phenomenal in this film, but he really brings, like, a different level to it, and his his movements, the way he walks, the way he talks, the way he's so overly sexual with every single thing he does, it's amazing, and I... I I can't believe it took me so long to to expose myself to this movie. I can't believe it took you this long to get to. I see literally that. just stop copying everything I say. Well, speaking <laughs> of Tim Curry being in the role, uh, Tim Curry was actually the first Doctor Frankenfurter. Mm-hmm. See, Rocky Horror. Uh, we know the film as the Rocky Horror Picture Show, but the film actually started out as a musical, the Rocky Horror Show in 1973. And Tim Curry was the original Dr. Frankenfurter. So obviously when uh, 
the film adaptation was being made, Richard O'Brien, who plays Riff Raff, he is ultimately he's he's the creator of of rocky horror um obviously wanted tim curry to to be in the role um so tim curry uh you know reprised his role for the 1975 adaptation of the film and over the course of of several years um the role has been reprised several times usually for like anniversary reasons on broadway and I'm a little excited for this. Um, Laverne Cox will actually be playing Dr. Frankenfurter. Yeah. If people are the unfamiliar. Most, hold on, hold on. Uh, Laverne Let Cox will be speak. playing Dr. Frankenfurter in the upcoming remake of Fox's Rocky Horror Picture Show this fall. I was going to say, if people are unfamiliar with who Laverne Cox is, if you could give them a little background on maybe a character that they would be uh, familiar, like a role that they'd be familiar with. Well, I mean, I don't know if anyone out there is familiar with this little show on Netflix called Orange is the New, F- Orange is the New Black, uh, but Laverne Cox plays a very controversial character named Sophia Bursette, and Sophia is a transgendered woman, uh, just as Laverne Cox herself is a transgendered woman. So I am, I am a huge fan. She is absolutely fabulous, and I am really excited to see this new adaptation uh, of, of, of the film. But today, we will be focusing on the Tim Curry movie adaptation of of the Dr. Frankenfurter character. Um, and as Patrick was mentioning earlier, when you first, like, like there's something about the Dr. Frankenfurter character. Uh, a, a good portion of the movie goes by before you're even introduced to him. And when you are introduced to him, you hear, it, it, it's after the, the time warp scene. And they make you aware of what's going on. Uh, and then all of a sudden, you see this figure uh, with his back turned coming down from this elevator, exposed elevator. It's and, like an old industrial. Yeah. And then, like, you know, the, the, the music is playing. And then all of a sudden, he turns around and he has this cape that he eventually just throws off of himself. And, you know, the makeup and the hair and the, the glitter and the corset and the heels. I mean, okay, can we just take a second to Tim Curry's heels? The glitter heels in this scene. Oh my god, um, I, I need those in my life. But anyways, I I, I digress. But anyways, um, we see him, and it's so it's it's so uh, seeing that for the first time, seeing how he's presented, you know, for the first time. I was just like, oh my god, yes! Like this is a this is amazing. This this who who is he who is she like like who is it what is it um it, it it's just so fascinating and you can't look away and that that character uh it remains that way for the entire movie just so captivating um it's it's brilliant like he's tim curry is absolutely brilliant dr frankenfurter is absolutely brilliant Wolfie, is there a uh, a way we could maybe pull up a, a clip on YouTube so folks can kind of hear a little bit about uh, how he sounds on this? 
Yes. Sure. Uh, the first song that you hear Dr. Frankenfurter sing, because this is a musical, is Sweet Transvestite. And he just comes out and he's like, how'd you do? I see you've met my faithful handyman. And he just goes on to say, like, I'm a sweet transvestite. And he just sings it with such conviction. And, you know, he just he just knows who he is as a person. Yeah, and he's just you just. You just you can't help but eat it up. You can't help but love him. I'm getting excited just talking about him. Uh, it's it's fantastic. I broke yeah, the- down. My car broke down when I was in college going to my final. And I was on the phone with the person from AAA. And she's like, what are you listening to? And I'm like, uh, sweet transvestite. <laughs> yeah, here's... Here's a little bit of it. They're standing. Uh, Susan Sarandon and, and uh, Barry Bostwick are standing in front of the elevator. In front of the elevator. And you see this figure with this exposed elevator with his back turned. And you see the heels and you see the cape. And all of a sudden he just turns around. And, and Susan Sarandon faints from the sight of him. Faithful hand in hand. Yeah, I, say, I, I can't resist. It's just, just a, a little, little brought down, down because when you knocked, he thought she was a candy man. Don't get strung out by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man. By the light of day, by the night, I'm one hell of a lover. And that's when he just rips his cape off, and, and you he's see got this crazy ensemble, stockings, and a garter belt, arm warmers, and it's just so—it's—it's it's, it's so shocking. I mean, I know we don't look at it now and think that way. Um, you know, for this day and age, it's, this is what 1976, 1975. Five. And like back then, everything was taboo. The whole sexuality coming out, the look of that is so was so controversial back then. Now it's just like wow. And there's just something. Ah, yeah, I mean, he comes. We, he, he comes down, like they're in this giant house out in the middle of nowhere, and he comes down in the elevator and he's got this cape on with like a silver collar and he looks like a vampire. He's got the bright red lipstick. He is just owning this place. Like, he is... He has everyone's attention and I don't think that's acting. Like, he's just... He is Dr. The look... You know, he's... He... he, uh, It's it's so perfect, this role. It's a story about how Meatloaf... He had never seen the show, and he saw Tim Curry and was like, what the fuck did I just get myself into? <laughs> and that's Meatloaf saying yeah. that, so that says something. Yeah, it's it's just fantastic. This might surprise you guys, but do you know who loves this movie and loves Frankenfurter? Who? Monster Zero. Really? I am you not know, astonished. I'm, I'm not surprised by that. I... I'm always surprised by how many times he watches movies, but I, I, if I were to guess, I would say he's probably seen this at least 40 to 50 times, at least. It's so good. I, I, I believe that I, I may ha- be on par, if not mm. have surpassed Monster to Zero with that, that viewing. Um, it's just amazing. And yeah, so in the song, he, he says, I've been making a man with dark hair and a tan. So you kind of, you, you find Blonde out that he is... 
this is this basically mad scientist. Yeah, he's it's a, a, it's a parody Frank of Frankenstein. Yes, he is a mad scientist, and he is hell bent on creating this perfect specimen to serve as his sexual plaything. Mm-hmm. And his name is Rocky Horror. And and his name is Rocky. <laughs> like, if you've never seen this film and you like either musicals or horror or you just like amazing... If you like having a good time, watch this movie. Um, I mean, we didn't plan to play this clip, but you heard... Like, I can't if, stop as watching As soon it as right now, like, the music starts, these two start singing to it. <laughs> I can't help it. Because it's that it's, infectious. It's so fun. When you watch it 30, 40 times in your life, and you, you can't, can't help it. But you, yeah. just, you watch it and you believe. You're like, wow, Dr. Frankenfurter, in just seven days, he too can make me a man. Um, so one of the things that is so great about this character is the fact that he is a tragically flawed character. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is confident, he is infectious, but he is flawed. And one of his biggest flaws is jealousy. And right now I'm going to talk about the scene with, you know, speaking of Meatloaf, who plays Eddie in the film adaptation the the scene when eddie just shows up and columbia who is one of dr frankenfurter's uh, groupies is like eddie and you know meatloaf uh, breaks into his song and dr frankenfurter he is just he, he's just so just enraged yeah. he's so jealous he sees red and ultimately spoiler alert like if you have not seen the movie at this point please shut it off Watch the movie and then come back to this. Um, he murders Eddie with just doesn't even flinch. He just mur- he is so jealous of the fact that his groupie Columbia is fawning over Eddie that he kills him. And and ultimately we go to the birthday dinner. I was scene just gonna mention that. Where uh they everyone well everyone finds out that they are actually eating Eddie. Oh well I was gonna mention another example of him getting really jealous is when um Janet comes to Rocky like to consult to be consoled and you can just see in Dr. Frankenfurter's face, like, oh my God, right. do well, not see, touch my man. Yeah, it's it's okay for Dr. Frankenfurter to lay with both Brad and Janet, which he does, uh, but he f- completely freaks out when he catches Rocky with Janet. Yep. It's the whole Rocky, Janet, it's Brad, Dr. Dr. Scott. <laughs> Which, again, if you haven't seen the film, you need to because that's an amazing scene. Or Ashes um, and I could just reenact the entire thing. Okay, we don't have time um, for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is true. This is only an hour-long show. And I could be here all day. Um, so, with that said, he is... And here is a, a, a theory that I believe and a theory that I, I've, I've read about. He is the perfect definition of a psychopath. I completely agree he is self-serving he is mm-hmm. a sexual deviant who only lives for his own pleasure and mm-hmm. excitement i mean he has this whole song at the end give yourself over to absolute, absolute pleasure you know he's kind of like trying to manipulate everyone else into joining this world of you know just do what feels good good mm-hmm. and he has no regard for anyone else um 
You know, it's, he's he's manipulative and cruel while being charming and charismatic. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. what a psychopath is you know in those definitions and a, a, a great example of that is you know one minute we're seeing him whipping riffraff yeah. with a riding crop he is very 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 cruel to his servants um and the next moment we see him schmoozing with janet vice you know uh curling up to her and you know getting a little shimmy on you know so i mean he he has no regard for anyone else but himself he doesn't he it's almost like his blinders on he doesn't see how his actions affect anyone else uh but himself he is only in it for himself um you know he murders eddie and doesn't even flinch he fucking eats the guy and doesn't even flinch Mm -hmm. you know he's he's a psychopath but yet at the same time like we can't help you can't help but love him you know he yeah because is, he's so charismatic. There exactly you know, and the, and he's and he's like I said and he's charming. He's just he has a way with words. He's everything. He's the fallen hero. He's the rebel. He's just everything that you right. want in a movie in just one character. Right. He is a multi-dimensional character. You know, along with being a psychopath. I think it's more like from what I've seen because he only cares about himself. Like along the same lines. Like I would say specifically. Uh, narcissistic psychosis yeah there's definitely a bit of narcissism in him because it's you know like you said you know he can do whatever he wants but as someone as someone else exhibits the same behavior it's like nope that's unacceptable only i can do that i don't care what Mm -hmm. my how my actions affect anyone Mm -hmm. so it's even like a little bit of uh, antisocial personality disorder uh you'll see a lot of that um you know like all that matters is what i want and how i I need to go through life and what, what I what I need. So, you know, like you see that with, you know, the whole Eddie thing. It's like, you know, yeah, I don't care about cannibalism and I don't care what anybody else thinks about cannibalism. So, but this is what I wanted to do because it suited my right. needs. And in that scene, you know, when he, he pulls the... the and he's got block. that, like, bitch face on while, he's, well, while yeah, everyone's Tim, looking at uh, him. I'm sorry. Uh, Tim Curry as Dr. Frankenfurter is the original resting bitch face. Like, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> yes. Like, he's just, he's just got it going on. I think that goes but to Joan Crawford. In that scene, uh, you know, where they are ultimately eating Eddie, uh, he pulls the tablecloth away to reveal the fact that they're eating Eddie. There's Eddie's corpse laying yeah, underneath, underneath the, the table. The glass, the yeah. gl- it's basically yes. a... a they're much, yeah, they're pretty much eating dinner on a coffin. Yeah, they've just got a, a sheet of glass over um, it to make it look like a table. And like Janet goes over to, 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 to Rocky, which, you know... She should have gone over to Brad as they oh, had just Brad. gotten married at the beginning of the film. No, they were. Oh no, they were at a wedding engaged. and they just they, got they, engaged. they had just gotten yes. engaged. Yes, um, which you know uh, prompts Doctor Frankenfurter to break into "You Better Wise Up, Janet Wise." Mm-hmm. Better wise up, Janet Wise. Uh, so you know he. Again, going back into the whole, you know, he doesn't think of anybody but himself. Mm-hmm. He sees that his this man that he created for himself was being consoled by another woman. And he didn't create that. that He didn't create Rocky for another woman. He created mm-hmm. Rocky for himself. So he yeah. can have Rocky to be, you know, exactly. the perfect man in gold lame shorts for himself. <laughs> That's true. That's all he does is he wears his gold lame shorts and he does his push-ups and his... 
and his, his pull-ups and his barbell curls. Yeah, it's 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 a fantastic movie. The character, uh, but there there's so many layers to this character. He's like so, an onion so or we, a parfait. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So we, yes. we we get the whole uh, psychopath thing where he's only looking out for himself and he likes having a good time, mm-hmm. but then he comes out with these. Things that he he says, like in the movie, he he turns to the camera and he says, "It's he not easy. It, it's not easy having a good time. Even, smi- even, even smiling, smiling makes, makes my face hurt. Yeah. You know, and and you know, you kind of see this glimmer of of emotion. He, he feels like he has to be on and and exhibit a right. certain way like in order to get people like to like him. People expect him to be a certain way, so that's what he gives them. He gives them Dr. Frankenfurter, you know. I'm this mad scientist who does crazy stuff and I'm amazing, which he is, but, you know, he's more than that. Ultimately, uh, he is just a person who wants to be loved. And that's, that's why he creates Rocky Horror to, to to experience love, to feel love, to feel wanted. You know, he feels that, you know, people just want him for, for a good time, that he needs to create this perfect character uh, to be with him so, you know, he can actually feel true love. Mm-hmm. And we also see some genuine emotion from Dr. Frankenfurter at the end of the movie um, when Magenta and Riff Raff, you know, do their whole big reveal scene. When they turn heel. Um, Pretty much, yeah. For, for, to use a wrestling term. Yeah, sorry. You know, Dr. Frankenfurter uh, breaks out into this beautiful song called I'm Going Home. And he wipes his eyes and he gets his makeup all over the place. And there's tears in his eyes. And you just... You see the tragedy in the character. See, yes. You know, you see that everything leading up to this is all just a facade. And the thing is, I feel like, yeah, that's very tragic. But then you think maybe he's trying to manipulate them, too. You know? Right. Well, I mean, yeah. And, and actually, he is. Because, he, you know, ultimately, you know, he's, he does feel emotion. But he is a psychopath. So, he tries you know, to get people I mean, to... He's manipulated. To feel bad, yeah. He, he manipulates everyone into doing exactly what he wants. Every yep. outcome is calculated. Mm-hmm. Everything that happens, he is is by his design. Yeah. Rose tints my world, keeps me safe from my trouble and pain. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the the cast says it best. Um, but ultimately, this character, you know, who goes through all of this and what's crazy is this movie takes place over like a night um it's like a two and a half hour movie and and it's like a few hours you know what that it's almost like real time Uh, (laughs) pretty much yes you go through Um, an emotional roller coaster with this right uh with this movie you know ultimately uh he just leaves you with this one thing and that's don't dream it be it and that's something that his character sings and i really feel like that is the philosophy of this character Mm -hmm. don't dream it be it and that is something that i take from this character you know be yourself unapologetically you know do you do you uh don't 
do you to make other people happy, which is what he has been doing, you know, what Dr. Frankfurter was doing throughout pretty much the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Be you for you. And I Don't think, dream it. Be it. Yeah. And I think Richard O'Brien did a wonderful job making this character who, especially at that time, we never really got a really controversial character, especially everything was in London. You know, this character has everything that they were fighting for at that time, especially with the whole sexuality, finding someone to really be there to be the inspiration for those people who are, you know, are afraid to come out or afraid. And it's something that people are still fighting for. We're still fighting for rights. We're still fighting for gender rights. We're still fighting for equality. Mm -hmm. And, you know, at the end of the day, I I feel, you know, not to get too political, but I feel like this is something that, you know, it's, it's just universal. Uh, don't be it. Don't dream it. Be it. You know, uh, just be yourself and be kind out there. Love one another. Do good stuff. Be excellent to each other. Yep. I think uh, with that, uh, that's a good way to to segue into the break. So let's take our uh, second break and we come back. Uh, we have a one item of feedback and uh, we've got our, our uh, next throwdown from our... Uh, our last remaining bracket. Ever. Hashtag Team Agent Nicole. Hashtag you don't have your own song. So no, but someone can for me. Shut your face. Yeah, go fuck yourself. I'll sing a song for you. Ooh, yay! So we uh, we have some more uh, some more feedback, and we got this one. Uh, and it, it's it's a uh, it's kind of uh, directed exactly to me. Sorry, I had to get the Wicked Hot Wife part in there. You're welcome. I'm here for um, your entertainment. So we got this from someone named Quelly O. <laughs> uh, and that's spelled with a Q. And it says, Great job on the podcast, Patrick and Nicole. I hope you have a blast recording today. 
My favorite episode so far was the second because Godzilla, and then it says fart sound, so I believe that's. <laughs> so apparently, someone is not a fan of Godzilla. Uh, and she's this person, he or she, uh, says, "I am firmly hashtag Team Agent Nicole." I do have a question for Patsy, though. Patsy, what is your favorite comic? And I imagine what she means is not a comedian, but uh, which comic book? Um, I didn't have a specific one that um, that I grew up with. Like I enjoyed, you know, the Amazing Spider-Man because I really enjoyed like uh, transitioning from the the uh, the art of Todd McFarlane and the the art of Eric Larson. I really enjoyed that. That was part of the reason I picked those up. I I really did enjoy uh, Spider-Man. But I also liked a lot of X-Men, mainly because of Rob Liefeld's art uh, and Jim Lee. But if I were to pick a a story, like a story arc, I think it's the Nightfall arc, which, you know, is... I have two of the, like, omnibus of that. There's three of them. I have the first one and the third one, which is... It's it's Nightfall, where... uh, Bane is introduced, and you know he loses the the uh, entire rogues gallery at the same time, essentially on Batman, and drives him to exhaustion. Figures out who he is, comes to his house, snaps his spine, and then throws him off a building. So Batman's got to get somebody else to take over for him for a while, and it's you know that journey back from you know the shattered spine and like the various injuries that he gets. Uh, I would say that's probably my favorite. Although a close second is the Infinity Gauntlet storyline, which uh, we're going to be getting to see. Um, maybe not exactly the same way as the film. I mean, as the uh, the comics, but we we've seen some of the films leading up to that uh, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, um, and we've gotten to see uh, Thanos or Thanos, depending on your pronunciation. And Thanos is a character who collects all the all six gems of the infinity uh, the in- six infinity gems uh, that rule over mind, space, time, reality, power, and soul. And once these are collected and put into the uh, glove or the gauntlet that he likes, uh, that we see him picking up. I forget which uh, what was it Avengers two Thor one of the ones where he says you know I'll do it myself and he throws on the uh, he grabs the glove. Um, once he gets all those in the comics, he uh, he snaps his fingers. And this is how immensely powerful the Infinity Gauntlet is. He snaps his fingers, and half of all the sentient life in the universe just blinks out of existence. So I'm interested to see how that gets brought to the scene. In, uh, the ladies in the room are, are taking pictures and thinking Sorry, that's hilarious. We're, we're taking... Uh, Patsy the Angry sneeze. Nerd is boring selfies. Yeah. So. Whatever. Somebody, hey, we had someone call, uh, you know, get in touch with us at our email address, throwdownthursdaypodcast well, at gmail.com. I was waiting for Wolfenstein to like, jump in with an angry rant or something because he did say something on Trick or Treat Radio. He's going to call in and... Uh, Dynamo also said he's going to call in and destroy the things I love. And I'm still waiting. Uh, I'm too tired. <laughs> <laughs> Wolfie has had a long, I long know. two weeks. Yeah. We've been yeah. here for Mr. two weeks. Mr. Wolfenstein is a champ. I know. <laughs> so uh, this is yeah. the longest podcast episode recording ever. We had uh, <laughs> we had uh, one of our listeners call in with some feedback mm-hmm. or email in with some feedback, and you know I want to 
I want to give them a thorough answer because, again, they took the time to email at us at uh, throwdownthursdaypodcast, all one word, at gmail.com. So, I mean, you know, why why wouldn't I give them a thorough answer, as nerdy as it is? Why, now, why are you on my back? Like, well, you you're, you're expect giving, me You're giving to me shit. And um, I'm I always give you shit. What else is new? And now, if you want to... Uh, if you if you would like to contact us, you know, obviously we have the uh, the Gmail address there. We have the uh, the Facebook group, which mm-hmm. is Throwdown Thursday podcast. You can find us on Facebook just uh, in the search bar right up on top. Mm-hmm. And you can also find us on Twitter. I am at Patrick Rahal, and you can find Agent Nicole at N I C T O M P K I N S. I was gonna yay. I was gonna say it. Uh, yeah, well, I was gonna say it like that. So Aww, you didn't plan on saying it like. Do that. Do you guys mind if I say something real quick? You may. Absolutely. Okay. I I forgot to mention this to you guys prior. I just been so out of sorts, but uh, we do have a fundraiser. For <laughs> Actually, Wolfenstein. we were gonna just talk about that. Oh well, <laughs> no, no. If, if, I'll go. I'll no. go fuck myself. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 Wolfie, Wolfie, go right ahead. Yeah, seriously, go ahead. <laughs> no, you. I'll piggyback on what, what you guys. Are okay, say. so we need to keep Castle Wolfenstein cool, dude. Yeah. It is freaking hot in here, <laughs> and that's just because I'm. If I when I leave, the temperature drops ten degrees. Uh, you were not here on Wednesday, and it was about hundred degrees. <laughs> How do you explain that? Well, if well, I was yeah, here, it would have been see, about hundred and thirty. We did see Dan. <laughs> in his uh, shorts that oh, <laughs> yeah but that's that's <laughs> all too often yeah but that's anytime that that's not you know that's not because he's that's hot. like that's a tuesday morning yeah, yeah. really oh. <laughs> i'm at the dentist like you know yeah that's, that's what dynamo does he drops going his on pants drive through yeah so uh the entire grand guignol network is doing a fundraiser to keep castle wolfenstein cool um anything to contribute well we'll wolfie's got the, speci- yeah, the specificity here uh because you know we have we have you know some notes here, but Wolfie's got the exact sure. Yes. Okay. Well, so we are doing a fundraiser, and so we've been in Castle Wolfenstein for several months now. And one of the things that we did not account for was how warm it would be in the summer. So, if anyone watched the live feed of Trick or Treat Radio this past Wednesday, or, or I, I guess rather two weeks ago, pretty much any Wednesday, any Wednesday, <laughs> you can see sweat dripping from our brow. And Raven Shadow furiously dapping his forehead with an elegant napkin. And Raven oh, Shadow and exposing and his, his chest. chest. It was disgusting, yeah. He's he's got a Superman S like of hair in his in his chest. It's gross. Oh, he wrings out his chest hair, it's gross. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys do not want this to happen, you can help support the studio and you can help make Castle Wolfenstein cool again. Just go to trickortreatradio.com or I guess Alternatively, you could go to uh, grandguignolnetwork.com, but that might be harder to spell. Bring it to the same place, trickertradio.com. Right on the right-hand margin there, there is a ticket. It looks like a, like, a, you know, like a raffle ticket. You click on that, it'll bring you right to the fundraiser and give you all the details, let you know what we're going to spend the money on, what kind of rewards you can get for donating. And there's, there's a bunch of different tiers. You can get into just the entry-level tier. Uh, anywhere between one and twenty four dollars is going to get you a thank you, and you know, and you also get entered into the grand prize package or the Grand Guignol prize package, right, Patsy? Yes. <laughs> and there's some uh, good stuff in there. There's some pretty cool stuff. So I'm not going to I'm not going to run through them all. Nope. Uh, just go check it out. And there is one of the cool ones is that there's going to be a Grand Guignol network wide special exclusive podcast created for the people who donate in a certain tier or higher 
That's going to be available only for those people. We're going to send it digitally to you. No one else will get it. It won't ever be available for mass consumption. And uh, and there, you also can come. Pro, you can come program the shows. You can pick movies to review on Unchained on Trick or Treat Radio. You can pick topics. I'm sure you guys would have someone come on and, and pick the character to, mm-hmm. to discuss. Absolutely. So and you can come on and be a guest on these shows and too. discuss your character. Yeah. And there is one, there is one, the highest tier, if you want, you can be on all the shows on the network. So you have basically like six passes to be on any of the shows you want, and you can double up on some of them. So like, for instance, if you don't like baseball, you probably don't want to be on the baseball show. So you could do like two episodes of, uh, of the, of the show of, uh, Throwdown Thursday. Yeah. Pick two of your characters. Yeah. So there's a lot of cool stuff. Check it out. Go to trickortreatradio.com. Click on the little raffle ticket. It'll bring you right there. Tell you everything that you can get. And uh, also the Grand Guignol prize package. Do you want to announce uh, one of those? One of the things that's going to be in the prize package, Patsy? Yeah. Or Nicole? Either one I, I heard there's like you can get into a rant off with Patsy. You can try that. Well, oh. that's not part of the package. Oh, no. that is. Oh, oh, never mind. <laughs> no, I don't one know. Of no one the, told me uh, anything. One of the the prizes that you can get in this Grand Guignol Grand Prize package is an autographed DVD of the movie Stripes, signed by both Bill Murray and PJ Souls. Wow! This is an incredibly rare item. Yeah, very uh, rare. But you know, we love our 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 supporters and our listeners that much. That you know, this is something that we want you guys to uh, to have for supporting our shows. Yes, absolutely. And uh, earlier on one of the previous episodes of uh, the Outside Corner Fantasy Baseball podcast, uh, Doctor Joey Tron announced that there was going to be a signed baseball from Ellis Burks. <laughs> which, Ellis Burks. If you're into baseball, maybe you dig that. Ellis Burks, who once hit 50 home runs for the Colorado Rockies. That's right. And he uh, used to be on the Red Sox on two occasions. Mm -hmm. And on Trick or Treat Radio, our good buddy Derek Rook is going to be giving us some more exclusive original artwork. And he is fucking talented. He is very talented. And he's got some some stuff that, like, it's the original art before it gets printed into a comic book. That's awesome. So some very cool stuff. There's going to be a lot of other cool stuff. So... Definitely get on, get in on that. Go to trickortreatradio.com. Once again, click on the little ticket, and it'll bring you right to the uh, fundraising page. Yeah. We'll, we'll also have links on, on uh, our Facebook group as well. And cool. Twitter as well. Yep. Is there a deadline for this to be ending? Or? Yes. So what, we, uh, what we're going to do is it's, gonna, it's going to end when the uh, episode of Trick or Treat Radio from August 10th. So it's a Wednesday, August 10th. When that episode of Trick or Treat Radio ends, we're going to bring it down. So we've got, okay, awesome. got a little about a little less than a month from now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, don't wait around too long for that. Yeah, give us, give us your money and, and we will give you entertainment. Yes, and it'll go towards a good cause. We're, we're going to get air conditioner for the, for the studio. We're going to get some additional equipment. We're going to fix some broken equipment. And if we get more than we want, we're going to upgrade equipment, which will just help all the shows sound better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll even make Michael Ravenshadow sound coherent. <laughs> That's that's uh, uh, is that possible? I don't think that's possible. <laughs> he, he, we're not. Uh, well, we uh, were going to hire someone to impersonate him. <laughs> we're not miracle workers here. <laughs> we were going to put a a long wig on a Labrador and have him review movies. <laughs> What'd you think of it? It was rough. Uh, but at least be they'll watch it. At least the Labrador yeah. would watch, watch the movies. movies. I didn't like the fact that it was black and white. 
<laughs> but uh, with that being said, I mean, that's definitely a, a good cause. And, uh, you know, cause we're really warm in here. Um, last episode, I, uh, I skipped one of my segments because we had, uh, we had talked about, um, we had talked about, uh, you know, Very some common. science stuff as well. So before I get into my science fact, though, uh, if you remember last week, uh, Asha's got to pick the, the character battle that she wanted to see, and that was Brienne of Tarth versus Michonne from The Walking Dead. Hashtag Team Brienne! And that was from the stick em with the pointy end uh, grouping that uh, of our bracket. So we only have one bracket that's left. Now, there are two... Uh, two sets of combatants in each bracket, but we've already done Out of This World, then Guns Are Fun, then Stick Them With The Pointy End. So this week we are going to pick a, uh, a pair of combatants from the Supernatural Superstars. And this week, the battle is going to be between Buffy the Vampire Slater, Slayer, not Slater. <laughs> yes. AAC Slater? Yes, Buffy the Vampire <laughs> Slater. So she I'd, was, I'd watch that show. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, time out. Um... And she is going to be going up against Agent Peggy Carter. <gasps> oh! That is Nicole's most favoritist character ever. I uh, wouldn't say most favorite. She's the most a- favoritist character ever, and that is why she is Agent Nicole. Yes, my inspiration. Because Agent Carter. Uh, so I, that is the battle even this Even though week. I know she probably won't win, but... You never know. I mean, this is all all fan voting. This That's is what true. you folks out in the, uh, in the in the Facebook world think about, because we're going to put up our, uh, our poll, poll like tonight. we do every week. So, and this goes up uh, right around the same time as the, uh, the uh, episode airs. So sometimes, you know, you'll get a chance to see what the poll is, who the, who the battle is prior to listening so, I mean, if you've already voted, that's fine. Um, hopefully we can get some, some close battles because, you know, we'd like to see a little more parody. Uh, mm-hmm. We've had some runaway battles so far. But uh, what I'd like to do now is because I, I skipped it last week because in lieu of doing a science fact, we uh, talked about what my, my, my lovely uh, better half does for a living and what her degree is in and I think that was a, something people would much rather hear because she was the one saying it not me hey Ash do you want to do a selfie again is Patsy about to be very boring mm-hmm. no yeah. I'm just going to do a, a quick science fact and the science fact for this week is there are four fundamental forces in nature strong nuclear force weak nuclear force gravity and electromagnetism now what I mean by strong and weak nuclear force is uh, I'm not talking about like you know atomic weapons and things like that. I'm talking about uh, the nucleus inside of uh, you know an atom, you know that type of uh, nuclear. I mean, it's all the same stuff, really. But well, everything is made up of atoms. Yes, yes, that is true. He's a good guy. Yep. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know that guy. Yeah. But uh, that being said. I think we're going to go ahead and bring this episode to a close, unless uh, either of you ladies have anything. Science fact selfie. Yes. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> and the best part of that is I am not in that picture. Just the three group, best people are in it. Group picture. Which means Wolfie's camera did not break, so. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he didn't want to get a new phone because, you know, Apple can't handle the sexy. Yeah. It's just the way yeah, it is. Yeah, that, that's, that's what it is. That's what Have it is. Apple Hashtag can't handle, can't handle the sexy. Mm-hmm. That's that's the team I'm on. 
Hashtag I didn't drink enough. Um, <laughs> Ash, just thank you so much for coming on the show again. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Second week in a row. This was fantastic. I had a blast. I'm sorry we had to take you away from your home, but I hope you enjoy all the wine that we give you. Oh, well, I, I do enjoy all the wine that I give And you're more than welcome to come back and talk to Ooh. us and I think thank you so some more much. shit. And I, I will be absolutely sure to bring more desserts next yes. time or, or other foods, but you know, my, my forte is is desserts well that's good because our guest uh i'm not going to announce who it is but our guest that uh, should be joining us next week loves desserts and oh, yeah. loves ashes so oh i believe she is, she is coming back <laughs> next week uh that was one of the stipulations in his rider that she did come back and she did bring. So snacks. apparently, my rider says I need wine, and his rider says I need to be there. So as and long as there is wine, I will be there. And this guest is hashtag Team Agent Nicole. I believe loves. everyone is Team Agent. That's Nicole. true. That is untrue. Uh, as I announced at the beginning of last week's episode, uh, Nicole is hashtag Team Pass. Those words Nerd. never came out of my mouth. So uh, you can go can, fuck yourself. We can manipulate the shit out of this. <laughs> Uh, Wolfie is awesome at Sorry, editing. Mom, I did not mean to cuss on the air. Aww. Oh, my God. Hi, Nicole. You're apologizing mom. now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> A little late. Maybe she'll be drugged up from her surgery in time. I don't know. That's a long time to be drugged up. I know. Unless you're just going to keep feeding her pills. Here, Mom. Don't listen to the show. Yeah, Wait. I'll borrow your car, Mom. Thanks. Wee. Wee. Well, thank you again for well, having thank you me for, on for the showing show. Up and, and Not that I really had a up. choice. I'm oh, handcuffed to pass and the then angry next, nerd. And next week um, you'll be on the show again. Pro- we, are, we are bonded together probably. in the irrevocable shackles of matrimony. <laughs> <laughs> but remember, kids, there is always room for dessert and debauchery. And we will see, see you, you next, next Thursday. Thursday.